0: This is about the third attempt at us doing over <laughs> intro for this because we've been struggling. Uh, but it's, it's trial
1: and error. It's, we just got to figure it <laughs> right out. Right now,
0: it's just error. <laughs> so this is The Spew. This is a brand new podcast for Cardinal and Cream. I'm Daniel Potts. I am the new arts and entertainment editor. And across from me...
1: I'm Jackson Hall. I am a writer for the Cardinal and Cream starting this semester.
0: An infantry level employee. That for is now. true. Thanks for, for now, rubbing it to in. Start. Uh, and we're talking about Bruce Springsteen today because I'm a novice to Bruce Springsteen until this past week
1: when an expert on Bruce Springsteen of course myself introduced you um in all of the
0: for the sole purpose of a film called Blinded by the Light of which four people were in attendance (laughs) uh, when we went to see it um I don't want to jump into the movie first. I want to jump into to my experience listening to these Bruce Springsteen songs. So I asked you to give me a top 5 list of his greatest songs of all time.
1: Yes, and I
0: I had high expectations.
1: I did I did do that. I gave you that.
0: Overall, I'd say that he delivered, definitely a talented musician for sure. Definitely not my kind of thing as I've said before. I'm I'm a fan of modern music for sure, which is going to sound gross to some, but I don't know. I'm a person of the times, I suppose. That doesn't mean I can't appreciate the classics, and I can say that at least over half of the list that you sent me, I was like, okay, yeah, this is good music, and that's I can good. get behind it. And then that there's experiences that you can feel from this music, that's legitimate.
1: Absolutely. So I'll I'll uh, go ahead and take us through the list if you want to do that. If go you for wanna. it. Um. So uh, number five on the list. We'll start at the bottom, go up. Um would be my hometown i love this song
0: this is coming from a small town
1: yes absolutely true um yeah i grew up small town um but like yeah it's it's titled my hometown which is uh i think relatable to a lot of people and i mean obviously that's what its aim is and that's why it was appealing to me and i shared that with you um what was your opinion on number five on the list my Hometown"?
0: Uh, It actually was one of my favorites on the list, uh, just because I definitely liked the vibe that it had. And I could tell that there was personal experience to be gained from it. As someone that was born in Chicago, that's kind of a growing up experience that I was separated from. Even though I didn't grow up in Chicago, we moved to Birmingham a few years after that. And so a small town experience is just not one that I'm familiar with as far as living there. And it made me it made me long for that. It almost made me envision the song as if it was like a Hollywood movie. Like it was something foreign to me. Absolutely. And I thought that was really cool. Definitely. And so that song was definitely a plus for me. In fact, it even may have been my favorite of the ones. Moving on, let's go ahead and talk <laughs> about number four because I feel okay, like we've okay. said all that there is to say on that, or at least you have.
1: I was going to say more, but that's fine. That's fine. No, Move that's on. Fine. All right, number four, Dancing in the Dark. This one, this has got to be one of Bruce Springsteen's um, most well-known This is probably the most for sure. recognizable yeah. for
0: me as someone who wasn't a fan. I before. feel like
1: almost anybody could recognize the tune. And a lot of people will probably also know kind of the backstory behind it. The the music video that went along with it, how Bruce Springsteen pulled Courtney Cox from the crowd and danced in the dark. I, it wasn't actually dark. Cause it was, on well, a, it was a huge it was stage a concert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, um, Your take on that? Go for it.
0: Uh, I liked it. Obviously, it's not as deep as number five on the list, but it definitely made up for it in you know it being a more upbeat song. Yeah, definitely more upbeat. It was overall solid for me. Uh, I actually think the back end of the list was the strength for me, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, Go on, and let's let's hit three, two, one quickly, and then we can jump into the movie.
1: Uh, number three was Born to Run. Um, yeah, Born to Run's definitely one of the more hard-hitting ones in terms of of his vocal power i guess um this it's, one was
0: probably the most forgettable for me like it wasn't bad really it's just the one that like if i were to think back through the list i can't immediately pick out like a mental soundbite from it if that makes any sense okay but that may have been the context in which i listened to
1: see it. for this one it immediately calls to mind just bruce springsteen's voice just like Belting out
0: and see his born scratchy vocals. Like I'm a fan of clean vocals. Okay, and so I had to like adjust yeah. That's not my Bru- men- that's not Bruce. I had to adjust it at all, my is mental it? state for that. It sounded like he was eating chalk. And yeah, so, no, he's got a
1: gravelly gravelly voice. Which, if
0: you like that, that's great. Um, moving on to number two. This was my least favorite on the list. I don't even remember what it's called. Which I just should, remember it being my least favorite. It's called the river. The and instrumental, it, like God. instrumentally, it was interesting, but. It was. I just wasn't feeling it. Maybe upon future listens, I would I'd feel differently.
1: Uh, interesting fact about this one that I didn't know about until we watched the movie that we will soon talk about. But it was written about uh, Bruce Springsteen's uh, brother-in-law and sister, which I thought was really cool. I knew it obviously wasn't written about Bruce Springsteen himself, although it's presented in the first person. But it does add a much more personal element, I think, when you view it. For sure. Yeah. Um, being about his people he loves, not just any generic story or made up fictional story. Um, and then finally, number one, the best Bruce Springsteen song of all time, according to me, Thunder Road.
0: Which um, I did like. Good. Did like. I really love you did and song. And it had a lot of movement. I like music that has movement and carries me through. And th- that song did that. For uh, sure. And it appeared in the film that we're about to talk about, but it wasn't one of the featured musical numbers of no, if I can no. remember which is interesting um, which isn't necessarily a penalty to I, I song.
1: I, like I said it's my all time favorite Bruce Springsteen song so I would have been thrilled if it was featured more but I do um, enjoy the you know songs I did feature. Um, do you want to get into the movie then?
0: Yeah let's talk about the movie. Let's talk about it. Which was the sole reason why I put myself through this whole experience. Th- through it a
1: harrowing process.
0: I mean, it wasn't fun making time out of my day for these three-minute excursions. Three minutes of his day. Sometimes they were longer. I think that was one of my problems with one of the songs that I listened to accidentally that wasn't oh, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. on your list. So, it was the title track of the album that one of the songs yes, was on. Yeah, I sent
1: Daniel the, the Spotify link. It was the link.
0: same measure, the entire song. Four minutes it was, of the same repetitive measure. Or not, that may be a bit of an over-exaggeration.
1: I want to see what song that actually was. I don't remember. It was the
0: title track off the one where he's like got his rear end on the album cover yeah it's american blue it's a, jeans it's born in the usa a disgusting yeah. aesthetic first yeah, it's, off yeah it's overdone it. maybe it wasn't when he it wasn't did, in. Yeah, it wasn't it when in he did it 19- but i look at that now and i'm like uh 70 70- that's gross eight
1: maybe i don't know
0: before we yeah, born, born in
1: the usa would have been the album barely. and the first song you listen to which is not the song that i sent you but not a good learned. song okay just it, wasn't. Hold on. it we was maybe too need
0: repetitive to, we're not gonna we're not gonna play maybe, here well, we're not gonna play we it can, but we're we gonna talk about mean. that
1: that's a good one too though i, I think agree. we should talk about it
0: i think we should talk about the movie which okay, we agree more so on the movie's called blinded okay. by the light probably incorrectly so
1: yes i thought that was a weird choice considering blinded by the light isn't really known as a bruce springsteen song it's more of a Manfred Mann man song
0: no did it really fit the plot yeah, it, uh, it, really did. it, really, it very loosely, if um, anything.
1: Maybe in the first half of the movie, when he first discovers Bruce Springsteen's mm-hmm. music, yeah. but as the movie progresses, not so much anymore.
0: To give yeah. a quick recap in one word, the movie was dumb. Yeah, And it yeah. wasn't because we don't like this type of movie. In fact, I encourage more of these type of movies. And these movies that are centered around sort of lost musical acts of our past are really cool and I've enjoyed...
1: Not even so much lost as just um neglected by people new Lost audience, to my newer audiences yeah absolutely uh, our sure. generation for sure um, but this one didn't um,
0: this one didn't hit home for me and it had a recipe to do so there was even some social commentary attempts in this movie that i thought were really close to being interesting
1: yeah yeah there was a lot of potential here and i was i was super you duper to ready be one
0: of your you said in quote favorite yes i wanted it to be great ever. i wanted
1: it to be so great i One of that. Which automatically
0: had me going in wanting to hate it.
1: (laughs) Thanks for the support, Daniel.
0: So I was satisfied with my experience. But no, in all seriousness, the movie was just. I don't want to call it straight garbage because there was. There was just some. There were some interesting ideas, just wasn't executed well.
1: There were some very dumb parts. There was just some. The beginning was
0: really poopy. It felt like a Disney Channel movie in the way that it was edited the whole title screen sequence where the letters came up and all the glittering letters Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't cool. And, and
1: there were I mean one scene in particular that I know you know what I'm going to talk about because you leaned over in the theater after it was done and you said I'm not going to lie to you, that was dumb. <laughs> and it was. It was very dumb. It was a um, whole musical number. It well was, that wasn't even that hardly. It wasn't like People here, breaking out into song like typical musical numbers in a musical. Here's my problem with that whole scene. Well, here it wasn't even a it wasn't quite a musical number in in, in the traditional sense of people breaking out in song in the middle of nowhere and it may, not making s- real sense in the context of real life. It wasn't even that. Well, they I tried to make it fit into. the I would have been more sold if people started like jumping on tables and dancing and singing songs. Yeah, the and if song. it had been more
0: overblown. Instead, it. Tra- but tried in the context of the story.
1: In the context of the story, it was literally just them listening to music and running around. So not even that one person was listening to
0: music. Everyone else was just hearing this (laughs) dude talk. Uh, And so you have a bunch of people following a guy talking the lyrics to a Bruce Springsteen song, running through the fields with big, stupid grins on their faces. And you were supposed to take it as if this is what they were actually doing. It wasn't yeah, no, like it wasn't, pausing the narrative yeah. to have a music video. Which and was so, super weird. And it, yeah, it made me feel uncomfortable.
1: If they would have done that, I would have been sold on it. I'd have been like, okay, yeah, this is more of a like metaphorical thing than literal thing. But they never did that. And as far as I can tell, it was literally them running through the streets singing Bruce Springsteen. Which, as much as I like Bruce Springsteen, I have never done and never will do. There was um, a scene
0: in the movie where he attempted to... Approach a bully with the <laughs> use of Bruce Springsteen lyrics to which you said, if that happened in real life, uh, you'd be pummeled yes, into the ground. you get your butt kicked. You it can't was ridiculous. You just start talking lyrics to somebody and be like, wow.
1: After they've just, you know, used harsh racial slurs at you and kicked you out of a public place. You can't just walk up and say a Bruce Springsteen lyric and make everything okay.
0: And they acted all embarrassed, the bullies and everything. They were like, wow, they got us. And then
1: everybody else in the in the like restaurant that they were at started smiling like, yay, they won this one. You'd
0: be like, get the frick out. Yeah, like, eat. what is this weirdo
1: doing? That reminds me, we're going to have to put like spoiler alert in the uh, description of this, because we, we are We giving... vaguely
0: described two scenes of a movie yeah. that was already entirely too long, so there's plenty to experience if you still want to watch it. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Uh, don't. <laughs> there, is there a reason... There are some things worth praising, perhaps. Some of the relationships are interesting. Okay, yeah, let's talk about intrigued. what's good about it. Yeah, there were some things.
1: Um, My I've... favorite part about it would be where we kind of just briefly mentioned the... Um, the racial side of things. So the main character is a. Um, he comes from a Pakistani family, um, living in Britain in late '80s, um, and that was kind of something I was unfamiliar with going into it. I don't certainly so some modern
0: cl- American parallels. Sure, to current sure. things. Sure. at the there. same
1: time, new stuff because I I wasn't familiar with the political climate right, of, of England in 1988 or whatever it's supposed to be, um, and I think it gave a glimpse of what. That was kind of like, and I thought if they would have capitalized more on that, it would have been a much better movie. Um, there would have been more interesting and new things to see rather than just um, the main conflict they did stick with, which was the tension between the main character and his father. Which I feel, I mean, that gets done in a lot of things. Um, and it wasn't necessarily
0: handled horribly in this movie. No, Even no, though for, there were some red for flags. Sure. In fact, go, just talking about... It just about, wasn't as interesting as it
1: could have been, I feel that's like. That's true.
0: Acting-wise, it was fine. Yeah. With what they had been given, which was not a lot, they did an okay job. The cast was solid. I was pleasantly surprised to see Hayley Atwell in this film. Yeah, me I mean you were both surprised. I did not expect that. that was, she was not featured in the trailer, for sure. Yeah,
1: I didn't, um, I didn't really know. Um, I didn't recognize any names going into it, and when I saw her on screen, it was a big surprise.
0: If you're not familiar, Hayley Atwell played uh, Peggy Carter in the Captain America film series. And her own TV show after that with yeah. the character, yeah. yeah. So that's a pretty cool face to see in this film, uh, and she did an okay job. Uh, she yeah. probably she was the strongest, definitely actress of name in the movie, and and she did a good job, but could not carry it.
1: But but her yeah her performance was pretty good. The character itself. I feel like maybe a little cliche. The supportive, a shallow, for sure. the supportive teacher English teacher necessary buys into the fact um, that
0: you're a student in her class. Yeah, you know, unlike any other teachers. <laughs> so, in, in conclusion, sorry, we had to, we had to cut something out. Everyone, you guys have no idea how many horrible jokes are being made, and we're just you're not hearing it. Okay, maybe you will. Maybe how we'll many, leave some of them in there. How for many awkward. great
1: jokes are being made though, Daniel? And you're choosing to cut them out. Shame on you. He's going to cut this out. Wait for it.
0: Moving along. <laughs> let's let's feed into another movie that had a similar type theme yes. to it. This was one that we both saw earlier this summer in the theaters. Yes,
1: and both very much liked, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yes, minus one part, which I've been very anxious to get into, but I'll hold off on that while we start talking about it. This movie's is Yesterday, um, and it basically was plot wise a twilight zone episode yeah
1: it was a little goofy um and which was the, not explained. the basic basic plot um
0: basic basically this movie was about uh a run-of-the-mill singer-songwriter who's just doing covers he's not definitely not his own original music
1: played and by himesh patel who
0: did a good job very much But playing so. some like unknown festivals in which you know his close friends are the only ones showing up and some disinterested people and he does beatles covers that's his thing that's what he does but no one seems to care and
1: and some original stuff like in the in the movie,
0: there w- was there original fr- did he yeah, have w- original content?
1: I like- it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be good though. That was like kind of the one thing, uh, okay is that he wasn't he wasn't taking off the way he wanted to.
0: That's right, and so he one night gets in a bicycle accident.
1: He gets hit by like a truck, which
0: apparently moves him to an entirely different universe,
1: or not. He just f- something happens, and that that's kind of one point I want to talk about. We want to do that real is quick. that it
0: doesn't it doesn't say it, for sure. But let me go ahead and say why that happens for the sake of the plot. Yeah, 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 go. Uh the Beatles in this new whatever you want to call it existence do not exist. And he is the only one, supposedly, that remembers the lyrics of these songs. And music. And so he has the opportunity to essentially Steal in quotes. The entire career of the Beatles. But
1: he's not quite stealing because they never existed. Exactly. So, a kind of a goofy, but interesting Intriguing. yes sure. for yeah. sure um and this had like I said Himesh Patel Lily James Ed Sheeran's in it
0: so Ed Sheeran does a good job yeah, yeah yeah which surprised me at how one how much he was in the movie yeah it wasn't just like a cameo he's he's a part of the main cast yeah yeah yeah. And he does a good job
1: um yeah that's his like first like acting thing isn't I don't it? think he has any other acting yeah. credits so I could look it up real quick um for the plot it never really this was one of my one of the interesting things i want to talk about it doesn't really ever quite explain what happened which i don't know i feel like that could be dividing for some people um but i personally found it much more intriguing that they never really actually did explain what happened first of all the characters never really know what happening happened and most of the characters are in the dark most of the time when it comes to the fact that anything actually did happen and so, you're kind of in the place of the character, the main character. Uh, I think Jack. Uh, I don't remember his name. Um, you're kind of in his shoes, and that you don't know what just happened. But you're gonna you're gonna sit here and watch the whole movie regardless. Um, I thought that was actually pretty interesting how they handled that. Um, it does. I, I suppose it gets a little bit deeper into what happens um, without ever outright explaining it um he does well or we want to spoil this one too we could put a warning
0: all right then this is the very first official spoiler warning what did you think of it daniel the movie as a whole
1: yes and go ahead and 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 my one explain your one one as a whole
0: i actually really love this movie it's one of the best things i saw this summer Uh, Mm -hmm. as goofy as the plot was for this for the sake of this film, it really didn't need to be explained, and it worked for me. Um, it wasn't something that I was going into expecting, like, you know, inspired by a true story or anything like that. Uh, Which, so, by the way,
1: Blinded by the Light is inspired by a true story. Yes. just want to plug that real quick.
0: Um, and so whether that helps or hurts your opinion of the movie, so be it. Uh, but this is not. This is entirely fictional, obviously. <laughs> we have the disappearance of no. an entire famous band. Um, but how would we know? But I went in with a. Fun, I'm gonna ignore that, and so we went. I went in, exper- just wanting to have a fun time, and I did. Uh, m- my main issue is uh, the lead actress is I can't remember the name. Lily James. Lily James, who her first big role was Baby Driver.
1: I don't know uh, if that was her first big one. Maybe not her maybe, first
0: big role. The first one maybe where first a lot big, of people would be like, Oh, that's the face from Maybe so first uh, big American role. That's yeah, possibly. that could be true as well. And she does a great job in the film. However, she plays a character who is of where our main character has this eye for the limelight and has this eye for fame and these like selfish desires to become something more than what he was. She could care she couldn't care less. She doesn't care about any of this. She cares about him and their friendship only. She's not worried. It's so much about the fame. That's not where. Um, and he actually has to, in a symbolic sort of form, pick between them at one point in the film, which is a bit unfair. Actually, when it not happens. even symbolic. It's no, it's he does. Pretty, it's pretty he has explicit. To pick. Yeah. He has to be like, I'm either gonna go to on tour to this concert or I'm gonna stay with you in said city. Uh, for the indefinite future, he chooses to continue the career, which it's an unfair ultimatum, but it made for a powerful movie moment. That's not where my main issue is. My main issue is, at the end of this movie, the giant apology speech is done in the absolute worst way you could ever By do it.
1: secretly putting her on camera in front he of her thousands her of people. He takes her
0: backstage and blasts her face onto the entire projector of this Ed Sheeran-sized show. And so he's not actually looking at her in the eyes or anything while he's talking to her. He's looking at a crowd of people cheering his name. This is not like a selfless act at all. This is just more of him in the limelight. So it doesn't feel, it doesn't even feel genuine and it's supposed to. And she, who her character, the whole movie, you would think that she would absolutely hate this. Of course, doesn't because it's the miracle ending that you want. And it's just garbage. If you had a multiple choice of how he could apologize to her based on who she was, this is like the one they would throw in there for you to be like, oh, this is the obvious wrong choice because she would hate this. And she should hate this based on who her character is. And I'm, and this is the opinion, this was the most common opinion that I got when I read reviews of this movie, but it was after I thought so in the in the theater. And so I was like confirming, I was like, this is just, apparently this director, and I don't know the name off the top of my head. So if you want to look that up, my phone just is dead. <laughs>
1: Apparently, I think he's done other stuff too. No, he
0: has for sure. But apparently, it's common of him to sort of overblow some of these scenes and add some Hollywood drama to it. Uh, basically, this is the least intimate way that he could declare his love for her ever.
1: Danny Boyle, that would be the director.
0: Danny Boyle's the director. Would you would you say that that's a fair claim that I'm making? Because man, that it really almost hurt ruined the movie. Ah,
1: uh, I can see where you're coming from. I don't agree though. Um, oh, really? So. I think more, let's hear it. So, the other thing that he confesses at that point, the fact that he's been quote unquote stealing these songs from the Beatles, which of course the whole audience has no idea who the Beatles are. They don't really care because they don't know, but he still has come to the point where he feels that's necessary for him to confess that. Um, Like, that's the part that has to be public. That's the part that has to be in front of everybody. And for the whole world.
0: Right, but that doesn't have anything to do with the fact and of, then with, uh, with her, with their direct relationship.
1: I see that. But I also feel like it could be weird to separate the two huge moments in the movie.
0: I'm not saying that him apologizing to her in said form is not sweet or something like that. No, yeah,
1: it, I get what you're saying.
0: But her character, the way they developed her, the entire film points to the fact that she would absolutely not that she it. would
1: absolutely hate it but she like she's uncomfortable to with it and she's like oh shy and all that in sort front of, of, thing. of
0: thousands of people again I want to point this out again They, they made a point while of he's making, making it, these while he's admitting to his failures to her they're not even making eye contact it is the least intimate thing you've ever nah, seen it's I'm sorry I'm gonna have to I say don't buy no into that, that one. It's, well that's the case
1: okay then <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here <laughs> first folks um, that is the case. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I personally didn't feel that way. I thought, I thought it was, um, I thought it was intimate. He, he's, he's declaring yeah,
0: intimate between her, him and <laughs> her. Baj- bajillion strangers.
1: Um, no, no. I mean, it's it's heartfelt nonetheless. It doesn't I have to be. I literally
0: thought she was going to walk out of there in tears and it was going to be like the second breakup in the movie. The <laughs> second.
1: We're on to a fourth act for this man, folks.
0: Because he tried to fix it and he butchered it because he did.
1: No, the moment is definitely still, um, despite what Daniel says, it is still intimate, it is still heartfelt. I felt that it worked. Um, I felt it. may be our I'll I'll, I'll I'll concede that it could have been it didn't better. Didn't fit her sure. character.
0: That's my main. That's okay. the, It boils down to the fact that it doesn't fit her character, and okay. you could come up with better ways to do this. Fair enough. Much better ways. Okay, so I still like the movie. It was really oh, I still love that. the movie as a as a whole, and the acting in it was superb. Uh, our friend from New Girl, a favorite show of both of ours. My actual favorite film of all time, show. The favorite, my favorite show of all time. Excuse me, Winston, is in this film. Remind oh, me of the actor's name. He plays like the record yeah, deal a, yeah the wait. record label owner, and he's hilarious. Well, wait, what is his name? He's I don't on know. he's I on the new to...
1: thing too. Uh, While you're looking that up, yes, yeah, keep talking. So it's uh, there's there's a. L- heavy Lamor Morris, faces Lamorne Morris that you would
0: recognize. Lamorne Morris. Yeah. What a fun name.
1: I remember now. He's on something new coming out pretty soon, I think. I'm gonna
0: look... Okay, never mind. Never Speaking mind. of <laughs> looking up movies that other people are in, I did find another movie that Ed Sheeran is in. Oh, what's that? something called Bridget Jones Baby. Are you familiar? I never heard of it. Me neither. I, but perhaps it's amazing. I just find it oh, funny that Ed Sheeran's been developing a little bit of an acting career. A
1: Hulu... Series called woke that's what i saw it's got Lamorne and more he just got He okay. was just uh, cool. uh picked up for that that's what i saw his name recently on um but yeah what, what was it bridges bridget jones bridget,
0: bridget's what? jones baby <laughs> is it like bridget jones that weird of a title it's just not something i've yeah, heard no. of and so it's easier to make fun of it
1: also ed sheeran's in it that's Weird. Probably not in like a main role.
0: Maybe just like there. I wonder if it, I wonder if everything he's ever been in, he's just played himself. It's he's like, just, hey, I'm freaking Ed Sheeran. What are you gonna do? They're with just that? walking down the street. And, e- Ed Sheeran. And it's just a cameo. Ed Sheeran is Bridget Jones, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a full grown oh, Ed man. Sheeran in a baby carriage, and that's the po-
1: Ed Sheeran playing a baby. Oh, for sure, 100. <laughs> percent Okay, what's next on the on the schedule? Overall, oh,
0: yeah. how do we feel about these movies that are based on?
1: Kind of the music of a mm. of a generation, uh,
0: uh, and it past. started this sort of trend started with basically I don't want to call them documentaries, but retellings of well, how yeah. these type of music acts started. And they've kind of been starting with Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Bohemian Rhapsody
1: Queen. and Rocket Man, which neither of which
0: I saw. Okay, so so you take the lead on yes. these.
1: So each of these movies that we've talked about, um, Blinded by the Eye, Yesterday, Rocket Man, and Bohemian Rhapsody um
0: is this a new genre can we label this genre i don't know because
1: here's the thing they're all kind of different in the way that they present the music they're not mm-hmm. all just a biography of the musicians right. they're not all just a story involving the uh, specific artist's music they're different We're stories
0: by the light you have like a coming of age slash social commentary slash, slash
1: musical biography almost. musical it's, it's a lot of different things
0: Yesterday, you almost have a sci-fi element
1: in there. Yeah, yeah. It's not about the Beatles. It's about one, a person and the Beatles' I feel music. like you
0: can't deny that movies that are centered around these legendary music acts are coming out together. Yeah. In a way. It's definitely kind so of a there's, trend. There's a connection yeah. for sure. Uh, but talk, talk about the first two that, that sort so, of So,
1: funny story about Bohemian Rhapsody. I've only seen half of it. Um, here's the story behind that. Um, I was on a plane to Dallas... This summer, um, which Bohemian Rhapsody came out earlier this year. Not not in the summer, but...
0: No, it had been out for a while. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, which it was on the plane. I popped in my headphones, was ready to watch it on the flight. Um, they taxi us out onto the runway. It starts to rain. They delay the flight. So we're sitting there in the plane on the runway. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I get more time to watch movies on this on this flight. So I'm watching Bohemian Rhapsody the flight is delayed. The flight is delayed longer. Then the flight is canceled. They take us back to the terminal. We get off the plane, and I don't get to finish the movie. Eventually, we get on a. The next morning, we get on Your a. Your ticket plane. was
0: refunded, right? Like, so you didn't lose that money, did you? Did you no, pay six hundred dollars so, to watch half of Bohemian Rhapsody*? We Capsody? got.
1: <laughs> that would be, that would be bad. No, thankfully, we did get our money back for that ticket. Then had to f- scramble and find. I'm it.
0: assuming a plane ticket is like $600. I have I never no bought, idea. I've never bought one, <laughs> so that may be way off. <laughs> it may. Be, it could be 30 bucks. I know it's I, not that. It's add. probably. It's probably. It's sub- triple digits for sure. It's but. something
1: between $30 and $600. So we'll just go with that.
0: Yeah, it's in that range.
1: <laughs> um, where was I? I don't even. Remember. Okay, we got on a different plane the next morning and to scrambled to find tickets to that. Um, that plane unfortunately did not have um movies (laughs) yeah we had to ride in wings (laughs) we
0: we an engine we flapped our way to
1: where we were going no um it didn't have tvs i didn't get to watch i didn't get to finish behemoth rhapsody i only saw half of it
0: but was it a good half of a movie it was it was it was
1: just introducing the freddie mercury character which of course now and before now, is iconic. was played by iconic. that guy
0: that was in Night at the Museum. Rami Malek? Is that his name? That sounds familiar. We're going to go with that. I like him, though. He's a cool dude. Yes,
1: yes, absolutely. He's in, what, Night at the Museum? He's been in this. Um, something else, I'm sure. There's
0: something else more recent. Yeah. That he had a larger role in, but it escapes my mind at the moment. Yep.
1: Um, yeah, great first half of a movie. I can only imagine that it would get better. Um, introduced... Freddie Mercury character introduced kind of the rest of the band their uh sort of their like their studio their sessions, origin. right how they yeah 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 where yeah. did you get to that point I got to one, one scene where um, yeah they're recording I guess it's Bohemian Rhapsody isn't it? that's the name of the song um, but they're kind of putting it all together and how uh, like the crazy stuff like how high they had to sing and that sort of thing really super interesting and as coming at it from as a Queen fan because everyone's a Queen fan there's no such thing as not a Queen fan, right, Daniel?
0: Oh no, I'm a Queen fan. Okay, although thank we you. disagree on best song of all time. Yeah, which, which is we okay. Get into let's finish talking about Rocket Man, and then I want to go back to Queen okay. for a second, and then
1: we'll go to Elton John. Rocket, Rocket Man. Talk about our favorite song from Elton John.
0: Elton John is another artist that you would have to introduce me to. Oh,
1: we're doing that. That's next episode stuff. Probably Maybe. not. Probably not. Okay. And
0: so, moving on, let's talk about okay. Rocket Man. Yeah, let's. That's well, a let's, that let me finish Bohemian Rhapsody real quick. Okay, go ahead.
1: Um. It was really good and I really liked to finish it.
0: All right, so you said all that. And so moving on to Rocket Man, this is a movie that you saw in its entirety.
1: Yes, with, I gotta say, very nice context of viewing it. Just went and watched it with my family, which is super nice. Don't normally, like, watching movies in the theater used to be a family event. With my mom, my dad, and my sister and I. Um, of course, as I've grown older, not a thing that can happen uh, realistically so much anymore, but we actually went and watched Rocket Man the night before we left for the airport. For Where you saw condition. half Where, of Bohemian exactly. Rhapsody. Exactly. So I saw these kind of like right back to back. Um, Rocket Man.
0: If you were to just compare the first halves of each movie, which was better? Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh, I would have assumed this. Here's
1: same. why. So... Rocky Man is a musical. It okay. is a musical. It embraces that. Yes, then. they take all this, so all these iconic songs from Elton John, and that is the, the soundtrack for the movie, not just as background music or anything like that. But they have huge musical numbers that, you know, characters and background characters are singing and dancing to, like any other musical. But all the songs are these Elton John songs, um, which is a super cool idea. Um it tells the story of Elton John's rise to fame and his uh, battle with several things in his life drugs, alcohol um,
0: I feel like that's true of every every single rock star artist <laughs> at the center of all these movies.
1: Yeah I mean for sure um, and then this is framed in a in a uh, biography kind of thing. Um, my problem with this movie, not all of the the Elton John songs I feel really fit where they're put in the movie, so they're not necessarily performed when they're written in the history of the actual movie in the oh, okay. in so the chronological order. But which is, serve, is okay? I'm was a, it
0: necessary? Did it serve the plot?
1: That's my thing. I I don't feel like some of the songs, right. not necessarily that they weren't in the right place. They're they fit. Um, contextually they made sense the content of the songs made sense in the content of where they were at in the story of the movie um but it felt weird here's here here it is um it felt weird to see those songs that mean things to me put in the context of somebody else even when that person was the creator of those songs you know what i mean Um,
0: i do but i I think i think music can have different messages absolutely it can but
1: i don't want to apply Songs to somebody else's story. I want to apply them to my story. Okay, that well, frankly, that's how I enjoy music. Is but you can't means to penalize
0: me. the movie for that.
1: Yes, I can, and I just did. <laughs> Sorry, that's that, that's. And that, so that's, that's on how the I director my- then
0: that the movie, the music within the movie didn't fit the context of Jackson Hall's life.
1: Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel, All right, you can
0: stand by that. That's fun. That I, w- I will stand by that because I don't even that's have how... to argue against that. I'm pretty sure that it, it it's pretty is, obvious for w- everyone. This
1: this could almost get we got too many things we want to talk about now. We, we're getting into a flow, but this could go into our theories. This is far
0: from a flow.
1: I, I'm in a flow. Okay. I don't know what you're doing. Keep flowing. I'm flowing. Um, <laughs> that could get into our like our individual theories on like how we consume art and what we consider good art, which we've we've discussed that We'll before. get into this in a later episode. Yeah, I don't want to today because we're already running a little
0: late. Uh, but basically that boils down to whether or not there's a difference between sort of your objective favorites and your subjective favorites. Yeah. Uh, we'll which get, into we'll get into that at into a later time. N- yeah. We don't time. have time for that now. Uh, I want to wrap up by talking about, I want to talk about this debate we've had over Queens music. Okay. Because this is an area where I actually feel like I can bring something to the table. This is band I'm familiar with, Good. and a classic that I actually resonate with. Um, to put it simply, I don't want to give you like a list or anything. Uh, I feel that Another One Bites the Dust is far and away their crowning achievement, musically.
1: Which is interesting and perhaps controversial. It's just such an Maybe not controversial, experimental
0: song, which most of their music is, which yeah, is why for I sure. like them. And
1: that's the thing. I feel like a lot of people would say... We are the champions. We will rock you. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, those good big. songs. Yeah, for None sure. None of
0: those songs do I find bad. They just those don't are the, those quite are... have the infectious beat. Like here, here's the difference in those songs. Those for are the me. big ones, though. Those, those are the ones songs, that people immediately think While of. those songs are great, it's songs that if I heard thirty times in a row, when I got to thirty one, I could skip them. Another one, Bites the Dust, is a rhythm that I will just never be able to skip when I hear it come on the radio. Like it's just too infectious of a of a baseline. Thirty right? times. I could listen to that song all day and never get bored of it. Okay, it's just wow. That good. It's just that good if you boil it down to like the bare minimum structure of that song from a melody standpoint. Uh, like, it's just... But that's my personal opinion. That's 100% subjective.
1: Which is how movies are meant to be enjoyed. Music. And movies. And, and all, all of our, pop culture. Which we won't get into now because we already said we would talk about that next episode yeah, or so a later we'll, episode. we'll reserve that now. So... I
0: would say... Reserve that for now, excuse me, sorry.
1: Um I would say their best song, Can't Stop Me Now. That one, talk about infectious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that one's staying in, <laughs> folks. No, we're
1: cutting that out. That's <laughs> disgusting.
0: Uh, we're gonna have a cut right after the word infectious, which Jackson.
1: That's how we need to end the episode. Talk about infectious. actually, we're
0: just gonna take a sound bite of you saying. <laughs> I didn't mean infectious. to make that sound you said as it so gross. Slow. You turned the word infectious into a seven syllable
1: Well, I didn't mean to make it as gross as it sounded.
0: And that's going to be <laughs> the final sound as we exit this Wait, episode. how do we? Let me
1: f- let me talk about. Are we keeping this in or any of this in? A little we bit of might. it.
0: We'll we look might. at it later. Yeah. Not what I'm saying right now. Um, None of what I'm saying right now. This is just not going in.
1: Um, is that it then? No, that we, no, let's
0: have an outro of some sorts.
1: Let's have an outro. This has been The Spew with Jackson.
0: This is the most official outro I've ever heard. This <laughs> I is, was just trying to be is, professional, Daniel. I, I'm sorry. That's not what I'm here to do. Um <laughs> <laughs> I think this has been a fair amount of good talking points so far to start off with. In fact, it's interesting. This is not normally what we'd be talking about. It took us a... These aren't the normal types of films that we're going to talk about. As interesting films come across, of course, we'll talk about them, even if it's not, like, you know, your blockbusters. But as far as, like, intense movies go, like, the next movie that we're going to focus in on hard, like, by itself, individually, is going to be It Chapter 2. Yes. Which which is totally different we're, tone so excited what we're talking for, about right now. But very different. Than That'll than be episode like about. three, four, not sure yet. We'll see where that falls because that's a couple weeks till that comes out. Um, And so we'll get to that. We'll get to that soon. We're going to let this be a wrap for episode yeah. zero. We're calling this episode, episode zero, zero, the pilot. The pilot. Um, Any closing thoughts?
1: Yeah, so very much looking forward to what is to come with this podcast. Uh, as you could probably tell from the beginning of this episode, although it's Probably heavily edited by now. Um Right now
0: we're at forty two (laughs) minutes on the fourth or third try. And so this will probably be cut down into like under thirty, maybe. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, no, it took us it took us a minute to kinda get into our flow, but we got there and this is a first for us. Yeah.
0: I've done a podcast before, but not on the not on this topic.
1: I've done nothing. I barely even speak.
0: (laughs) And yet here we are.
1: Here we are. And And here we here we go.
0: Okay, let's try this again. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap.